So today's topic is on forgiveness. And I promise you, I don't really want to address this topic. Like, I really wanted to kind of skip over it. Like, this is such a sensitive topic. And it gets grimy when we start talking about who to forgive, who not to forgive. And, and everybody needs to be forgiven. And you never forgive them for what they did. It's such a, it can get so grimy when we're talking about it. Nobody is, it, we're not going to have a general consensus. Is it, consensus, is that, it, is that the right word? It, I, I don't know. Um, a general, uh, we're not going to be on a general uh, uh, agreement on this topic of forgiveness. And so it, it, I, I absolutely do not want to bring any type of offense about it because it's such a sensitive topic. When people don't forgive, it's a very specific reason why they're not forgiving you. And it's some of them may have a lot of validity to it and should be, you know, honored. Some of them, maybe you got some issues you need to work through. You know what I mean? I don't know. Um, I'm not here to even address it, even though I've told y'all, let me just throw my little disclaimer out there. I'm not a guru. I'm not, I've not arrived. I've not elevated somewhere in life where I can look back and tell you, you know, look at this and do this and do that and do that. No, I'm on a healing journey of everything mercy, everything broken and everything mercy broken and all the different ways that it has facilitated itself in my life and all the many definitions that it has held and everything that I learned from that topic, mercy broken. And I remind you, I was given mercy broken like 20 years ago, I think. And I didn't know what to do with it. And I didn't know how to define it. I just remember sitting there like, I don't know. Like I had like this, uh, 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 religious concept of mercy broken. Oh, well, the Savior is mercy and blah, blah, blah. And, but I couldn't, I couldn't give it my own definition. I didn't know how to define it. I remember sitting there writing mercy on one side and broken and down arrows, trying to break it down and make it make sense. And I couldn't come up with my own definition of it outside of a spiritual definition. And I really want to like hear people's definition of mercy broken like I really want to I would love to uh I want to write a book and I want each chapter to be based off of somebody's understanding and definition of mercy broken because ultimately I'm not here to fix people I have no bottom lines I'm not here to tell you what the hell you need to be doing to get your life right Nothing like that. Please don't take it like that. I'm so flawed. I'm so broken. I've just done so much. I didn't live such a grimy life. I've done grimy. I've had grimy done. This is all around the board. Uh, to an intense level, and I've just had some time to sit back and reflect. And I'm sharing my reflections. And I'm on a healing journey. On such a healing journey. And so uh, these topics that I'm addressing, I'm not addressing because I overcame them. I'm over addressing. I'm addressing them because this is where I'm at in my life. These are the things that I'm confronting. Uh, uh, a lot of times I'll do a topic 
And then it's a conversation after the conversation, after the recording, you know what I mean? The conversations that come about from that. And the, the, the realizations, usually I don't even realize the extent of what's going on inside of me until I start talking about it. Like, and then there's a lot of realizations and a lot of things that, you know, that I got to confront head on. So this is my healing journey. <laughs> everything mercy, everything broken has so many. Mercy has so many definitions. Broken has so many definitions. Mercy broken has just facilitated its way in my life in so many areas, so many ways, so many instances. It has so many definitions and so many places. It plays so many different roles. You know, times when I needed mercy, times I didn't get mercy, times I didn't give mercy, times I was broken. A lot of times I thought I wasn't broken and I was the most broken one of all. All of these things, you know what I mean, and mercy broken, putting that together, trying to understand what does that mean? What does that even mean? And without giving it that religious, spiritual definition that you would like tend to create. I would love to write a book about Mercy Broken. And I really would like to start each chapter with, with somebody's definition of Mercy Broken. Like they're, like what it means to them. Their definition. And I'd like to honor their definition in each chapter with a different definition of Mercy Broken. That's something that I hope to one day do. But anyway... Not a guru, have not arrived. Don't have bottom line answers. Feel free to disagree with me because I, I'm not, <laughs> I, uh, I don't run this world and I don't run your life. <laughs> and I don't really, you know, just trying to figure out how to run mine. So it's, it's really okay. It's really okay to not be in agreement. It's really okay to say I'm not in agreement with that. Uh, things of that nature. Now, Unforgiveness is such a grimy topic. It's a sensitive topic, and it, it's a sensitive topic, and the conversations about it can get grimy, can get very grimy. I'm not here to talk about who we should get forgive, who we shouldn't forgive, why we should, and when we should, and the freeing that comes from it, and you know the stupidity, and keep forgiving the same crap over and over. I mean, I'm not here to... It's complicated. It's very complicated. And you know, we navigate through life through the experience of what we're told we're supposed to do about a situation. So if you're Christian, if you're Hebrew, if you're Muslim, if you're wherever, you know, Buddha, whatever, you know, or how your parents raised you or what, what, how stuff. And you formulate these, these equations of what unforgiveness looks like. And, 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 and is it good? Is it bad? Is bad over here? And, and sometimes that's why we don't heal because we're going off of what somebody's interpretation of what the Bible says it means or somebody's interpretation of what this should be and what it should look like and what it all it should entail and all these things and 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 so we'll 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 pick up these ideologies or these concepts or somebody's interpretation of things and 
we'll run with it and it'll sound good and it'll fit good. But it's, it's a deep topic. It's a deep topic, man. So I don't, I, I was kind of stumped on even addressing it. Like I just like, ooh, wee. Like there's a, it's a no win topic. It's a no win topic. So, um, cause I personally have, uh, I have unforgiveness. I do definitely have unforgiveness. I get that. I can't speak on it because I people would be highly offended. And I really don't want to offend people. I really don't want to offend people like that. Of what I choose to forgive and what I choose not to forgive. I don't I don't want to go, don't want to go there. It I promise you, it will, it will, it will it will spark off. Um it won't the energy won't be good from it. So I'm not, I'm just going to leave that alone. So how do I talk about unforgiveness? How, how do I talk about that? Um, I want to talk about, I want to just kind of look back at the people that I've not forgiven. Some of the people in my, in my family that I've not forgiven. There's people in my family that have not forgiven me. Have absolutely not forgiven me. And there's people that I have not forgiven. And um, and what does that feel like? What, is, what does that feel like? What does that feel like? And what does it look like? So, I'm just sharing with y'all my healing journey, and these are the things that I've been dealing with, uh, these topics that I'm addressing, not because I got a, a clear area view on them, but because these are the areas in my life that that the Most High has placed me to a place where, okay, let's deal with this now, let's, let's deal with this now, let's let's go deeper and look at some more stuff that you haven't, that you haven't healed from yet, and look at some of these, you know, Things of that nature. So I'm just sharing my healing journey with y'all. And I appreciate y'all so much to listen. I, I really do. You know, they say if you want to uh, uh, follow my post or whatever, my uh, whatever episodes, that you're supposed to hit the favorite button. If you're on Anchor, you're supposed, if you're listening to Anchor, you hit the favorite button and then you'll get notifications. Because somebody was like, I don't know how to follow you. I don't see a subscribe or a follow button. So I reached Anchor. And they said, hit the favorite button. I'm like, could you just change the favorite button to the word, from the word favorite to follow? I'm like, for real, you know. <laughs> I'm like, isn't that like textbooks? <laughs> I was kind of upset with them about that. But anyway, because uh, I try to send out the new episodes and, and I don't want to just overwhelm people sending them my new episodes, stuff like that. So I, but I'm having people say, I don't know how to follow you, you know, on Anchor. Like, there's there's not that option. So, I'm just trying to find a balance in it. So, I'm sending you my episode and you don't want, to, you don't want me to. Just, you know, and I kind of, like, backed off from it. So, I, I uh, want to start putting this in some of the descriptions, you know. If you like to follow me, just hit the favorite button. It's my bad. I'm not worried about the followers or anything like that. 
I'm not doing it for the numbers. No, by no means. I'm doing it for the healing of me and whoever gets healed in the process or they get a piece of the puzzle put in place for them. And it's just, just that's the beauty of it all. But So one of the things that has came that I did realize, some of the deeper emotions that I've not dealt with, and I do have a form, a great form of unforgiveness. So I'm going to talk about my, so I have two brothers, right? So this probably isn't so much fair to them that I voice this. And I, I, I want to do it in a tasteful manner. But this is what it's like. And if I don't talk about the real issues, then what are we doing? I, I, I'm not here to give a motivational speech or an inspirational speech. I'm here to talk about what this pain looks like, what some of this pain looks like, what some of these flaws look like, some of these messed up decisions and hidden agendas and stuff I've had and things I've done. I'm here to talk about what that looks like, what that feels like, what that is. So it's not here, I'm not here to bash them, but I am here to try to bring the realness to you of the things that are, are, are keeping me bound. It's keeping my spirit from flowing and vibrating it at the highest level, which is love. So, um, when I do these episodes, the conversations after the episodes, you know, become amazing. And, and and then I learn more where I'm just like, oh, I'm not a, oh, ouch, I gotta, I gotta deal with this now, I gotta deal with that now. It's, it can be a lot, but it's very beautiful to have these conversations about it. Um, and the revelations that come through, and I, I don't walk away like feeling like I, you know, I heal somebody. I walk away realizing all the places that I'm not healed, and how important this is to heal. So, um, so I have, I have a sister that is deceased and I have two older brothers. And so I'm just going to hit this real quick. But so my sister, as far as her, my sister was killed uh, by a car in a car wreck when she was like two, she was like a toddler. She got hit by a car, um, but in some of my previous episodes, I've talked about how my grandmother used to sit there and, you know, because there's uh, mixed blood in the family, you know, Indian and uh, uh, I, I, I guess some white folks blood or something. And my grandma, my mommy had a lot of the mixed features and my grandma, the light skin, dark skin, that was her thing. And how when I was a little girl, she used to, you know, really bang it in my head, pound it in my head. If Patricia, because Patricia had the mixed features, you know, high yellow, curly hair, whatever, you know what I mean? So, so, uh, and how my grandmother used to tell me that if Patricia was living, I would know how ugly I was, and I would know how ugly I was, and I would know how ugly I was. And I brought this up before, but it's back in my face again, because when you're trying to really figure out how to love yourself, how to love the ugly in you, how to love the flawed in you. This is a deep-rooted issue for me. So when I look at, I've had teeth removed and I got partial plates and, and I've 
lost all this weight and but I'm still big, but my now I got loose skin and you know and da 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 like all of that. I still don't know how to love that part of me. I don't know how to love the flaws and the the ugly parts that I created, you know. I don't I don't know how to or 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 just time is taking its toll. Like I don't I don't know how to love those parts of me. So and I want to, I just don't know how. But I'm not messed up about it, okay? So I'm not about to, this is not, it's not, we're not to make it about, uh, I don't know, this vanity topic. It's kind of all vanity at the end of the day, but it was, vanity was pounded in my head. And vanity, the vanity, you know, the vanity was so important. And we all function from, a lot of us function from a place of vanity to that. And I don't really want to go there, but... That's another offensive topic, vanity. <laughs> it's a very offensive topic, but that's what it was. And I remember hating my sister. I remember going, my sister died before I was born. So I remember hating her, hating her, hating her. <laughs> a two-year-old little girl because of the way she was pitted and used to demean her, demean, demean her me, demean me, to mess my head up and keep me messed up. And I remember that. So <laughs> how does that even fit as far as forgiveness or forgiveness? Like that's so messed up. So you can get trained and cultivated to, 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 to have a range of Emotions that you was never even supposed to have about something because of the way it has been indoctrin indoctrinated into your life. I think that's the word indoctrinated to your life. The way it has been embedded into your conscious and your subconscious, the way, you know, your pastor, your, your, your moray or whoever it is, is teaching you that you should deal with this. And. Hey, that's just what it was. So that's my sister, okay? Now I got two older brothers. Okay, so my oldest brother. So when my mama died, so my mama died when I was two, right? So she, so me, uh, I had a different dad from my two older brothers, right? But, um, so when she died, we all got place somewhere, right? So I was with my grandmother and I don't know where my youngest brother was because my my, my second oldest brother was. I don't know where he was because he was so in and out of prison so much. I literally don't know a bunch about how all that went down, you know, but uh, I do know that uh, my oldest brother was raised by his dad despised everything about my mama and despised my grandmother to no end and like raised my brother against my mama's side my mama and her side of the family you know and then I got my other brother over here with all these issues and stuff because you know he received a lot of damage a lot of trauma, a lot of deep-rooted trauma 
he was not asked for the life that he was given. And he was given a hard life, a really hard life, a really hard life. So much to figure out, so much to not figure out, so much to room to make horrible decisions and messed up decisions. And, and it, it wasn't fair. It was just not fair that he had to endure the amount of trauma that he had to endure in trying to figure it all out and really going down a dark path in life as such did I. But <clears throat> I remember him telling me stories of how, you know, mama used to beat him and you know what I mean, and she took a chair from the coffee table or something and beat him with it, you know what I mean? And, he couldn't go to school and stuff because he had to stay home and watch me. And he was only like 11. You know what I mean? And, and I think I remember of a story about somebody that came over one day. And like, so he had to go steal, right? He had to go steal because there would be like a pot of beans or something in there. And mama would be out doing her thing, you know, whatever it was she was doing, prostituting drugs, where I, I, she was out doing her thing. And I think he told me a story about somebody came over and, you know, give me that girl, give me that baby, tell your mama I got joy. And so, so first of all, he had to steal, you know, to go steal, to make sure, you know, we had food or whatever. Um, couldn't go to school, like, during that time or whatever. And so one day this woman comes over and she said, give me joy. And th this is kind of like how I remember the story. He's telling me the story. So give me joy. And he did. And then my mom comes home and where's joy? I told you don't get leave her with nobody. And she beats him, like just beats him. And the reason I need to talk about this is because of the way unforgiveness is running through my bloodline and how serious it is. So, it, I don't know my brother's whole story, right? I wasn't there. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember my mama. I don't remember any of that. Like, I don't remember anything about my mom. Nothing at all. I have no memories of my mom. Not one. But... So he it, it kind of kicked off his criminal career and, you know, I mean, and all this trauma that he had to deal with and stuff. And he wasn't given a fair life. He really wasn't. And he he knew, you know, how and he would talk about sometime about how mama and grandma would run the streets. They would run the streets and get drunk together and party together and fight, jump, jump on people together and stuff like that. And they would fight each other and all these things. Right. So. So, so far I got my sister that I had hated and had a lot of unforgiveness for. And she didn't even do nothing, right? So then over here, my brother, he's growing up with all this unforgiveness, right? Because of how, you know what I mean? And then he just, you know, his life just never got really better. And he kept blowing it. You know, he kept blowing it. You know what I mean? I kept blowing it. He kept blowing it. You know, in our own walks of life, we kept blowing it. So, okay, I'm not quite sure how to unfold this story, so I may be all over the place. 
I, I never, I don't, I don't rehearse my podcast. I never rehearse them, so I never quite sure exactly what I'm going to talk about till I start talking. But okay, so back to my oldest brother. So I met him one time in my life, one time that I remember meeting him, and I think I was like in the fourth or fifth grade or something like that. And I remember he came and got me. And he took me to this park. And I can vaguely remember that park. I used to remember what park it was, and I don't remember no more. But I vaguely remember him taking me to this park. And we were having so much fun. I had so much fun. I had so much fun. And I probably couldn't have been any happier. It probably had not been any happier in my life until that moment brought me sheer happiness but then he was gone again we didn't talk no more and he went on to be successful he joined the air force you know his dad stayed with him you know what i mean and you know kept him on the straight and narrow and he joined the air force i think he met one of the presidents carter or somebody he met one of them and you know did things and had a family and children and all of this and just, you know, has a good life. Has a really good life. Very stable. Very, very uh, looked up on in his community. Very looked up on. So, but he didn't, he never talked to me again. He never talked to me again. So, so I think I remember reaching out to him like when grandma died. Like I hunted him down somehow and I found him and I called him and he was like, I, you know, he had a couple kids and I asked him to send me some pictures of my nieces and nephews. And, you know, I mean, he pretty straight up let me know, like, I'm not going to grandma's funeral. Don't expect me to be there. I'm not going. That's the end of that. You know what I mean? Like he was just like, mm -mm, no. So I asked him, you know, I mean, gave my number, asked him to send me the pictures, and he never did. And it was just like he went on with his life, and I didn't even know what to do with that. You know what I mean? I waited for the pictures to see what kind of nieces and nephews I had, and to this day, I don't know what my nieces and nephews look like. Grandma died a long time ago. <laughs> so, yeah, so that part, uh so I think um, on Facebook, I reached out to my brother some point last year. And so I reached out to him and we're kind of talking and, oh, I love you, sis, and da-da-da-da, and I love you too, and blah, 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 blah. And, and I, the only picture I had a mama got, took for me, got, got, uh, got took for me, and, um, and I uh, and I was looking for another picture of my mama because I really want my kids to see. I really want my daughter to see this picture. I wanted to have it, you know what I mean? And I've been on this hunt, like for Red October, to find this picture of my mom, and I just can't find one anywhere. But I thought I was coming really close a couple weeks back. And it did not pan out at all. So anyway, that may never happen. So... Anyway, I remember asking him, do you have any pictures of mama? And he was like, yes. And I was just like, oh, my God. You know what I mean? I'm like, please send me a picture of mama. He sends me a picture of 
his stepmother that raised him, so his dad's wife that raised him after mama died. He sends me her picture. And the talk about punch in the stomach, a punch in the gut that takes your breath. I was so shook. And it was like, what the fuck kind of evil is this shit? Why would you? And saying, you know, why would you send me a picture of her? She's not my mama. I took a picture of our mama. You know what I mean? And him not responding. And he's done with it. It's just like, why would you do such a hateful thing? Like, that's so damn hateful. Why would you do that? And be so angry about it. But just kind of like, oh, well, it is whatever. Fuck it. Let it go. Keep it moving. And, and basically, that's what it was. There was no point sitting there trying to antagonize him and uh, nah, 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 this stuff. Let this shit go, man. He's an asshole. But that was a that was a that was a low blow. That was a real low blow right there. And why would you do that? Why would you just why would you do that? Why the fuck would you do that? How rude and cruel a thing to do. Why would you I never even knew that woman. Why would you do that? She raised me. She never even met me. She was the reason you aren't around me. I mean, what the fuck? I was, I was too done. Too done. Too done. So now, okay, over here, back to my younger brother. My my second oldest brother, not my younger brother. My second oldest brother. Only got two, right? So, okay. So, I got a sister over here that I hated, I demised, I had a whole bunch of unforgiveness for her because she was beautiful. <laughs> and then I despised my oldest brother, right? And so now we're going to deal with a more intense issue. So uh, my second oldest brother. So I roughly kind of talked about what life was for him. And life was just bad like that everywhere in all the places. Like, he's good to tell you about all of it, you know. A lot of things, 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 a lot of things. And, um, but, uh, you know, my brother would get out of prison. He was a repeat offender. He would get out of prison and he would come see me. So I remember the first time he got out, I was somewhere in high school. I remember him giving me this picture. My grandma actually let me have this picture. It was of Michael Jackson. And um, and uh, she let me have that picture. And I, I remember him giving that poster. I, I, I kind of remember that. I, I don't remember much else. Like he was around, but then he wasn't. And he had just kind of, I guess, he, he had went back to prison again. So I don't remember too much about that, but I do remember that poster. And I remember I put the poster, and I used to just stare at it, and I loved Michael Jackson so much, and I thought he was so cute, and, you know, and I was just amazed that my grandma let me have his picture, and da 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 right? So, so on top of that, um, then I see him again. He's out. And he's in Topeka, and at that time, I was in Phoenix, and I went down there to go see my brother, right? So, uh, I go see my brother, and 
he's got he's just kind of like got everything set up for him to succeed like people are supporting him somebody bought him a car da 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 he's got an apartment he's got a girlfriend she's got good money she loves him i mean he's just kind of like had a good opportunity to thrive again and we've all had good opportunities to thrive again and and blew it and he blew it but you know he wouldn't robbed another bank again I was so surprised. I was so astonished. I was so shocked. I couldn't believe it. But I didn't want to let my brother go. I did not want to let my brother go. So I took him back to Phoenix with me. Took him back to Phoenix with me. And he kept robbing banks. Somewhere along the line, he turned on me. And started treating me really bad. Like, really bad. Like, I... So I was staying with my friend and her family, and we were all staying together. And so we had me and her, me and this lady, they were the only family that I know. And I love them people to, I, I love them people. I have so much honor for that family that it's unreal. Like, them people love me. Like, I was, I had got to low points, and they loved me. They just genuinely loved me. They always took me in. They always were good to me. Always good to my kids. Always. I will never forget them. I always will honor them for that. Some of their children are still living. One of them is a good friend of mine. I love her to death. I love her to no end. There's nothing I wouldn't do for her. Nothing I wouldn't do for her. I love that girl. And, um, but anyway, he, whatever made him turn on me, he turned. And like, he was robbing the banks and he was giving everybody in the house money and we were kind of like a big family, and he would ignore me, wouldn't talk to me, and it just got really grimy. Like he would buy these cars, and I'd be like, you know, and and and, and he'd be like, I don't want this car. And she'd be like, you know, get him, Alex, shut up. And he would like, would you, Alex, cut it out? And. Uh, that's my hound dog, y'all. <laughs> my beagle. <laughs> so, okay, y'all. Let me just turn the tides a little bit. Get them, baby. Get them. They bet, they bet not. They bet not come up in here with that. That's right. They're Alex house. They're Alex house. They bet not come up in here with that. Gonna kick their butt, right? Well, kick their butt. Gonna kick their butt. They bet go in there and see where they at, right? They been that right, baby. They been not. They been not. They been not. They kicked they but they're Alex house. They're Alex house. Sorry, y'all. This is kind of like the only way I can calm him down when he hears whatever it makes him bark. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. <laughs> so, uh, so, And the lady was like, get the car to Joy. She ain't never had no car. And, and he would not give her, give me the car. And I think he like went and called the people and had it junked for like $50. Or, and, and then he, just things, he was helping people. He had no desire for me. And I brought him down to my family. And I lost my family at that point because of him. At that, I don't know how to say that, make it make make it right. But I remember his kids. Her, 
remember the kids, not her kids, not his kids, her kids, you know, uh, teasing me like, that's our brother, it ain't your brother, you know what I mean, because he was like in this house with me and would not speak to me. And it was just real grimy. It was just really grimy. I was so depressed, so upset, so angry. And then what happens? He goes back to prison again, you know, and then he reaches out to me, you know, sister. Mm, so I'm very angry about that one, right? And so I think then I even go so much as to, uh, no, 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 no. So he does his time. He gets out again. And this last time uh, he, he got out, he... Um, came and saw me and stuff like that. He like he really was looking for me. Like it was it was insane. He was going all over Kansas City and he was writing these letters, these 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 uh uh he had these posters that he was posting up everywhere on all the stories. Joy, this is your brother, I'm out, call me. And my friend was like, girl, your brother <laughs> you know how and that's how I found out he was out. So he was very much pursuing me and I was so happy and we just kind of, you know, let all the bygones be bygones. And, but I remember, um, let me turn this thing off. <clears throat> yeah. So I remember um, him coming over and he's doing really good. He has a car, da 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 da. Things are good, you know, so he's got a good chance to stay out. And so, but I remember him coming over and, you know, he, me, him, this dude I was dating and we were all talking and, all of this, and and I remember, like, come back over, you know what I mean, let's have dinner, let's meet my kids, you know, meet your niece and nephew, and you know what I mean, and, and uh, let's do this. And then him saying, yeah, okay, let's do it. And then the next day, him calling me and saying, I'm not coming, uh, I ain't got no gas, I can't make it, I ain't got no way over there. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm just, you know... Me and my brother have never, like, done anything family-wise together. So I was kind of upset and disappointed about it. But, you know, hey, it is whatever, you know what I mean? But then the next day, I remember him calling me and telling me how he had went out to the club. And, you know, and all these things transpired. And the police winded up pulling him over. And he thought he was going to have to beat up somebody and blah, 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 blah. Calling me and just really upset about the way the night went. And I'm on the phone listening to all this. So you didn't have a way to my house, but you had a way to the club? I mean, and you did all of this, you know what I mean? And I just was like, what the? You know what I mean? But then one day he shows up at the house and he's robbed another bank and I'm trying to get him out the country and I'm trying to get him a passport and all this stuff. And I just really want him to be okay. None of it's panning out. And... He wants to smoke crack and blah, 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 blah. And that's what basically happened the last time he was out. He, you know, wind up starting to smoke crack. And, you know, he was at this hotel and all this stuff. I just, crazy stuff. And so he's smoking crack again and blah, 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 blah. But he's also picked up another behavior. He's picked up another behavior that ain't nobody okay with. And he displayed that behavior to me. <laughs> And he displayed that behavior to two other women while we were, while he was out. You know what I mean? 
And then he goes back in. He gets locked up again. You know what I mean? I try to secure him where it's like, okay, well, if you're going to be doing this, you're not going to flee or anything. You're just, you want to get high. You're not going to sit in my house and get high. I don't feel comfortable with that. But here's a friend. I know they're not going to rob you, knock you in your head and, you know, kill you or anything. So this is the best I can do. And, and I, like, I took some of his money, you know, he gave me a, some of his money or whatever they hit from the bank robbery or whatever. And I dipped. And then, uh, I, the, uh, the semi-sexual encounter happened. It threw me completely off guard, and I just got up and left. And um, and then um, they finally got caught, right? Because he smoked crack, right? So he gets caught, and FBI comes and get him. Now he has opened a whole bank account in my name with my address and everything. I had no idea. He had checks in my name. I was like, "What the hell?" You know, like. Why would you do that to me? Why would you do that? I could be implicated. <laughs> they didn't want me though. They wanted him, but it was it, it was brought to my attention, right? They they talked to me about it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you know. And why would you do that to me? <laughs> but you know, uh, it was some more stories that came to me about you know how he. Had, done things that were sexually inappropriate and, and it was not okay and people were just really like on the strength that that's your brother I didn't say anything like really on the strength Joy that was your brother I didn't say anything yeah, I just want you to know that though you know I just want you to know that this is what went, went down you know what I mean and then it was something about he was getting high with the dude's girlfriend and something happened I don't know but you know he made some form of sexual advancement or something, but whatever it was, she came, she went running out of the apartment, very shook up, very nervous, very upset, and very scared. And I don't know what the hell happened, but I noticed how that came to an end, so I just know that something happened, and it had to do with something inappropriate, but anyway, so... He goes back and then, you know, he's, he's writing, he's, he's doing this email thing, right? And he wants me to email him. So we set the email through the prison thing or whatever. So he's emailing me and at the time, you know, I just wasn't like sitting there waiting on him to email me back. You know what I mean? So, you know, I. Sometimes I wouldn't check my email for a week or two. And then I'd check, oh, yeah, my brother. And I would email him back. And he got very angry at me because I wasn't responding to his emails enough, quick enough. And why would I do that? And I know he's locked up. Why would I not support him? And if I'm just going to be too busy, then blah, 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 blah. I remember just being in the fight. And it was just like, you know what, fuck you, take me off your email list, kiss my ass, you know what I mean? I'm done, you know what I mean? And was quite done. And that was kind of like the way that part of my life ended with him again. So now he's out, right? So he's gotten out. He got out some time ago. He stayed out. He has a good chance of not going back. Like, I really believe he's not going back. I believe in my heart that he's not going back. I never believed that in my heart before, but I believe that in my heart that he's not going back. He has stayed out. It's been out like six months now, which is 
by far his record. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think my brother only stayed out two or three months every time. So it looks promising for him. But with him, so this is where all the issues come in. And the subject that we're talking about today is on forgiveness. So him just really um, says, you know, da, 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 I love you. And me saying, you know what, we got unresolved issues, you know. And I need to, we need to address these issues. And me telling him what these issues are. And him basically telling me, I'm not that person no more, you know. Let's just move on. I'm not that person. I'm changed. I'm different now. Let that go. Like, basically, that was what it was. And I'm like, I'm the person. I'm that same person that you did it to, you know. Uh, and if you're not that person no more, so you, you have no ownership of that, you know what I mean? And so what am I supposed to do? Say, well... Uh, these things happen to me. Well, who did? I don't, well, I, uh, 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 well, that person's not the same person no more. So I guess nobody or what? I, I, I don't know how to, I don't know. I, I don't know how to tell you who did it because it's not the same person. No, you are the same person that did that. You're the only person that did that <laughs> to me. You know what I mean? Those things, they don't go anywhere else to anybody else. It's your shit. And, you know, I mean, I don't care how I try to be gentle about it, how I got angry about it. You know, I mean, he just would not, absolutely would not deal with it. And I struggled with it so hard. It was such a huge burden on me because he won't own up to any of it. Just like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry those things happen. You know what I mean? But. He would also say things like, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the first time it went down and he just would not own any of it. It was just like, let it go. I ain't that same person no more. Blah, 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 blah. Let's just move on. And I'm like, no, this is about accountability. And we need to talk so we can be able to move forward. So when you say you love me, we, I know you do because we face some things head on. And he just didn't feel like that was necessary at all. So... <laughs> We winded up clashing. I winded up going off. And, you know, and then when he came back around this time, it was basically like, I'm trying to like, okay, I really want to work this out with you. I really want to make things right with you, but we have to talk about it. And him just basically like, oh yeah, because you made some pretty strong claims against me, like, like insurance, <laughs> like, 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 uh, uh, all state, uh, progressive. I mean, I made claims against you and, oh yeah, you were angry. Yeah. I remember you cussing me out just <laughs> so now it's kind of like a really manipulative way to say you're fucked up. You know, you're, you're fucked up with the way you're dealing with this. You ain't right, you know what I mean? You need to get, you need to, you need to handle this appropriately. You know, that form of manipulation and just coming to a point where I was trying, but I couldn't balance the scales. I just couldn't get past it. I could not sweep it under the rug. It's just like, and then just realizing, just realizing that he's never going to deal with this. He doesn't want to. He doesn't feel like he has to. And no matter if I'm gentle or or straightforward or, or or caring or angry or whatever, 
you know, you're still going to, like, you're never going to give me that. You don't feel like you owe me that. And I couldn't make it right. He would not, he was not willing. I couldn't make it right. And I had to talk to some people about it. I was like, man, let that shit go. Let, let, let him go on. You know, he he's not capable. He's not, he's not at that point in his life. He's not going to. He's not, he's not concerned about it. You know what I mean? And just being angry all over again. Just angry all over again. So when we're talking about unforgiveness and stuff, it's a very sensitive topic. It's a very sensitive topic. And it goes way deeper. It's, it's way more deeper than you have to forgive to be forgiven. And you have to, you know, you have to forgive to free your soul. I, I forgave. Over and over. My soul didn't get free from it though. I'm telling you that. I was just strong enough to have. Wise enough to have discernment. And look at this accountability thing. I needed him to be accountable. I needed him to talk. Because this is. My unforgiveness for them goes a lot deeper. Because it's like. Okay. Oldest brother. Who your dad raised you against my side of the family, my mama's side of the family, and we're nobody's good over here. But I was a little girl, a little girl in freaking grade school, and you knew that you hated my grandma, she wasn't no good and stuff. And here you are, handed this fa la 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 life, but I'm paying for the, her sins and my mama's sins, I'm paying for them too. Like, how did I get thrown in the middle of this? Well, and fuck Joy too, <laughs> you know. I know she's a little girl, but, you know, she's over there, so fuck her too. Well, I, she, she's included in the mix. We're not dealing with her either. Nothing told anybody to say, Man, she's that woman and good, you know, and I feel sorry for that little, for, for your sister over there. Let's go get her. Let's go get her so she can have a good life too. Let's, let's check on her and see, is she even going through any of this abuse? Is, 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 how is this woman even treating her? How's your grandma treating her? Let's just figure this out. She may need to be rescued. We need, we, we, we may need to deliver her from evil. <laughs> but it was just like I had to pay for my mama's sins and my grandma's sins and I was just as worthless as they were whatever they did it made me invaluable it made me obsolete it made me nothing and then I talked to you last year and you sent me a picture of your funky I don't want to disrespect that woman. I don't know her, but how fucking dare you? And like, what a hard hit. What a punch in the gut. Why would you do that to me? Why would you do something so freaking unre? That was evil. <laughs> Why would you do that to me? Why did you know I was in a bad situation and you abandoned me? Why? Because you hated her to the point that I'm asking for a picture of her and you just dishonor her and slap me in my face like I'm going to send her this and she going to know how I feel about it. 
Like when I asked you, you could have just said no. I didn't get to be a part of your kids' life. And they didn't get to be a part of mine. I don't even know who you got, who your kids are. I don't know. Because I wasn't worthy. And I didn't do anything. Now here you are, second oldest brother. You jerk. You know, I mean, spent so much of your life focusing on what was done to you. And it 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 was done to you. And, done to you, and it, so all you're going to hear is the stories about what was done to him, 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 what was done to him. And he's not once sat down and said, Sis, what was done to you? So what it what 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 was it like living with grandma? What were some of the things that she did? Did she give was she was she, did she hurt you? Yeah, I mean he knew that grandma did a lot of things to me. He knew that she was grandma. But he never once asked me, what did grandma do? What what happened? So he don't he don't know that her husband was, you know, violate me and my grandma was <laughs> calling me a whore for it at but second or third grade or whatever. He doesn't know that because he didn't, he never asked. Never asked what do the kids look like? How are your kids? What do they look like? What are they doing? Where are they at? Never asked. Never was about me healing. And the reason why I wanted to talk to him and for him to be accountable because I wanted to know why are you also making me pay for the sins of what mama did to you and grandma did to you because that's all I know is that you did the same thing he did you took that shit out on me and you let me eat that and being in my presence you made direct attacks to me and it was for what they did not for what I did I didn't do anything. Why did you do that? Why? And why are you so fucking small-minded and caught up in your own world telling me shit like, uh, you ain't got to respond because you're just going to get angry and cuss and da-da-da-da-da-da. You're just going to make false accusations and, you know... I have the yeah, I care about me today because if I don't, nobody else will. Are you fucking crazy? Are you serious right now? You piece of shit. Are you serious? And me just never understanding why. Why if y'all came from such corruption and y'all understood the picture clear as a bell, why would y'all leave me hanging? And why are y'all grown ass motherfuckers making me pay for this? Why are y'all making me pay for they sins? Why are y'all such assholes that you continue to do these things just to make strikes at me? Why would you do that? That's my story of unforgiveness. Father Abba, I, I'm very angry at them. A part of me hates them, hates their guts, like literally, like I have some spit on them to display my offense. I, I have no desire to get to some point in life where 
I'm good and I forgive you and I understand. Because I feel like they need to be held accountable and I feel like they're worthless people. They have went out their way to do worthless things to spew their hate on me. And I may never forgive them. I have no desire. I despise them to no end. I hate them. All I can do is be honest about it. I want, and I'm angry, and I want retribution, and I want to see them fall on their face. I do. And if this is the rawest, most honest, I can be about it. I don't even want to ask you to give me the heart to forgive. I don't want to forgive them. They don't, I don't feel like they deserve that. And I understand how it all, the cycle of life is all about love and love is the highest vibration. I understand all of that, Abba. And that I got to come to a place where I do forgive. I don't think I do. I don't think I need to forgive them no more than I need to forgive police that are killing our black people. I don't need to forgive them. Like, I don't need to forgive slave masters. <laughs> I don't, I don't forgive them. I hope they rot. I hope they write and I hope I live to see it. That's how I feel. I am sick of people devaluing me to such a great degree, to such a great extent. I'm sick of people that continue to spit in my face. They're eating their plate and I'm asking, can I have some? And it's like I'm a beggar. And they, 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 they assume give me crumbs. <laughs> All I can do is bring you my honest heart. I can't even ask you to heal me from this. I don't, I have to have some form of peace with it, right? I have to be able to help somebody else. And some boy, I got to be the bigger person. I think I've been the bigger person my whole life. And I'm tired of that, too. I don't know what to do with this, but lay it at your feet. Humbly lay it at your feet. Humbly lay it at your feet. Because I don't want it no more. I want no parts of it. I soon move on with my life. Let you yet, I'm here dealing with it, talking about it. But I have no intentions on resolve. Forgive me for my evil heart, my wicked thoughts towards them. Forgive me. I guess at best, I should not feel evil towards them. And I'm sorry that I do, but this is what it is. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please give me forgiveness in Yeshua's name. I pray. Amen.